I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today I've got a diva of the harp who plays music nothing like many of the harpists you hear on Echoes. Her name is Mary Lattimore, and she is not a child of Andreas Vollenweide or Celtic harp. She plays a concert instrument through electronic effects and can be heard on albums by Thurston Moore and Kurt Vile, and she's performed with Harold Budd. We talk about it all. Before we get to that, I want to remind you to drop us a review on your podcast provider like Apple Music, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast, which comes out every week with great artists and interviews. And now, let's pluck the harp strings of Mary Lattimore. and 90s, there was a wave of harpists out there. It started with Alan Stavell and continued with Andreas Follenweider, Patrick Ball, Rudiger Opperman, Georgia Kelly, and ended up with Lorena McKennett. After a lull, we might be in the middle of another harpist renaissance with Joanna Newsom, Emily Kahn, and Sarah Page, among others. At the top of that list is Mary Lattimore. She's a harpist who came to renown in Philadelphia, playing with alternative rock bands and avant-garde music. I spoke with Mary Lattimore this past March at the Big Ears Festival, where her harp was heard all over the place. Yesterday I, I did a solo set, but before that I was part of Harold Budd's ensemble, playing his new piece that has never been played before, and then Ryan Sawyer tonight, and uh, I think that's it. Lattimore has performed and recorded with Thurston Moore of Sonic Youth, Kurt Vile, Marissa Nadler, Sharon Van Etten, and many others on her journey, which has come a long way from when she began playing her mother's harp, which she still uses. In her own music, Lattimore tends to be more ambient and avant-garde. For one, she plays her Lion and Healy concert harp through electronic processors. I'm still just using the Line 6 DL4. I know it so well. Um, it's a delay and looper and you know has reverse. And you can slow it down and then play it in reverse and then layer on top of that. It has a lot of features. Lattimore is often cited in the same sentence as harpist singers such as Joanna Newsom, but she's not a singer-songwriter. But she does occasionally use her voice wordlessly, which she did on the song, We Just Found Out She Died. That song was written about the log lady, you know, um, from Twin Peaks. <laughs> I had just seen her speak at the Free Library in Philly, like maybe six months before she passed away. We went and we had such a great time, like listening to her stories and... And then it was such a shock to find out that she had been ill and that she'd passed away because she just seemed so vibrant that day. And so I wrote that song kind of about her and I um, wanted to make it sound a little bit like Lynchy and like Twin Peaks kind of. And so I was like, oh, 
like Julie Cruz has such a beautiful voice, you know, and knows how to create such a sort of a nostalgic kind of strange itch that you can't really scratch, kind of a distant sound. And I was like, I wonder if I could do something like that, but I think I need to include some kind of voice. Even if Mary Lattimore isn't a singer, she hears her melodies as vocals. It's one of the elements that makes Hundreds of Days, her latest album, her most melodic to date. I always try to have sort of a singing style voice in my head and I want the I want the melody line to kind of sing out. is usually considered a gentle, idyllic instrument, but sometimes you just need a little more bite to express things like anger and sadness. She adds an electric guitar to get that on the song, their faces streaked with light and filled with pity. That song I wrote about another person passing away, which was Dennis Johnson, who was my, one of my favorite writers ever, and I heard about him passing away that day when I was there, and it's just really... It was really heartbreaking to me. It's like, wow, man, we'll never get another book from him or another story. It's like, wow, what a shame. Lattimore composed her last solo album, Hundreds of Days, during a two-month residency on the Marin Headlands on the coast of Northern California. Her residency provided her with a cottage and a recording studio. The pastoral setting was quite a contrast to Philadelphia, where she began her professional music career, and you can hear it on her album, sometimes in obvious ways, like the bird tweet that runs all through the song, It Feels Like Floating. first person that has mentioned that ever <laughs> that was um in my studio in the headlands there was a bird that lived right outside of the window and i noticed when i was miking stuff that it kind of got caught in there so i was like oh let's like, bump that up like let's enhance that a little bit just because it kind of captures the the feeling of being at the headlands and like where the where the recording was made
Miri Lattimore is an improvising musician. On most of her albums, even collaborations, the sound is often freeform. That's the case in her collaboration with Super Chunk frontman Mac McCown on New Rain Duets. We did have one practice actually um, at Mac's house where he had to carry the harp down the stairs, which I still feel bad about. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a practice there and we kind of figured out a few um, themes you know, a few like little air, little sections that we like to play, you know, to kind of ground the recording. But um, other than that, it was, it was improvised. Given her improvising propensities, when she got the call to play the compositions of ambient chamber music pioneer Harold Budd at Big Ears, Lattimore was a little anxious. And when Budd sent her the music, she got only more anxious. The music was handwritten and it looked kind of confusing. Like his way of writing the treble clef is not like my traditional way of seeing the treble clef. So I was like, what clef is this? And I was already so nervous, you know? So I just wanted to not be the weak link in the ensemble. And so I wrote to Harold, is this a treble clef? Do you think you could explain like what you'd like the harp part to sound like? You know, rolled chords, blocked chords, like what kind of tempo? And he, his email back to me, um, didn't really answer my question so specifically and then I just got the idea I was like well we live in the same city maybe I should just throw it out there that maybe I could meet up with him I wrote him and he wrote me back right away he's like how about now and I was like well I, I'm doing some other things this afternoon but I can meet you in a few hours and so I drove out to um, the area of LA where he lives and we had a glass of wine and we looked at the music and then we went out for dinner we just had this really great hang he told me about how his first piece was um, written for Susie Allen who's a, a harpist who unfortunately passed away but you know legendary harpist so it was fun to hear about that connection to the harp that he had and I'm trying to convince him to write a, me a piece <laughs> While Harold Budd's music is unrepentantly pretty, Mary Lattimore's sound always has an edge to it. There's some kind of dissonance in her heart processing or angular approach to her melodies that make it certain you'll never mistake it for the harp you hear at weddings. It's a scary world, you know? It's just coming from like a, a place of unease and like a little bit angst and a little bit of a dark mind as well, you know? So I think that if this is your language, then this is like you know, part of yourself that you're bringing out there. It's intentional, but it's not intentional at the same time. Mary Lattimore's latest solo album is Hundreds of Days on Ghostly International. She also has a recent album with Mac McCown called New Rain Duets on Three Lobed Records.
get a hold of Mary Lattimore's Hundreds of Days at Echoes.org. I'll have a link for you in the posting for this podcast. Next week on Echoes, I've got three musicians pushing the borders of electric improvisation. Trumpeter John Swana, guitarist Tim Motzer, and drummer Doug Herlinger. Think Miles Davis playing Pink Floyd, playing the Sun Ra Songbook. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. Don't forget to donate at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. See you next week, tonight, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes. <laughs>